everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. I'm Renee. And this is Season 7, Episode 13, the one where Rosita dies. (laughs) Rosita. Rosita. We don't know why he named her Rosita, do we? We don't. Rosita in my casita is all I can think. Because... Stevie the TV Stevie rhymes. The TV rhymes. Rosita yeah. the is a Sita couch. Oh, Rosita <laughs> the Sita. You might have just cracked it. I might have cracked that it. That might be it. The yeah. Sita. Like oh, well there you go. So thanks for joining. Um, <laughs> next week we're gonna <laughs> crack the theory of don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we've got Rosita. Um, you, you know, Monica calls them the Barca loungers. Is that like a where does what does that mean? I'm pretty sure that's a like Lazy Boy, like a brand. Oh, it's like a. Br- oh, oh, I'm oh, guessing okay. though. I don't, as usual, know anything. <laughs> you know, as usual, I don't know anything. <laughs> as per usual, I will say, I am guessing. Um. Barca Lounger is a brand. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. I knew Lazy Boy was, but... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's one of those things that, like, is used for the like word Kleenex. recliner. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Or Band-Aid. Did you mm-hmm. know that that's the brand? I do. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what else um, to call it. Bandage? Well, in New Zealand, <laughs> they call them plasters. Sticky yum-yums. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, oh, plasters. Pla- yeah, they did it in the UK, plaster? too. Huh. Which is weird. Yeah. This is the worst. They call erasers rubbers. <laughs> I'm like, you're like, no, no, that means something different. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a few other things. Oh, there's one really bad one, but it's so common. And I haven't told anybody. I don't even know if I've told Ben, but... um. If you've got like a particularly difficult problem that you kind of want to like think through, they say, nut it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but every time I'm just like, every time I have to stop myself from going. So in America, that would mean, and then like, (laughs) describe just like, not appropriate. This is a work context, not appropriate. (laughs) So nobody knows that is my little secret living here in New Zealand. That's funny. <sighs> I wonder, Anyhow. is that like kind of like trying to crack a walnut? Like trying to yeah, crack it? Yeah, like let's it? hash it out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. That like why they use that, why like nut, yeah. kind of like crack the nut. Yeah. I have no idea. But nut it out really gives a whole different visual, it's doesn't it? It's just a problem. They probably also didn't have desks that had these nuts carved into it so they're not quite as like <laughs> good point they didn't you know. go to middle school with the people that we did yeah good point these nuts these nuts was that in high school or was that in middle school that was middle school i think it was eighth grade that desk followed us around. it, it yeah. maybe it was all the grades i don't know maybe it's in Deez my nuts. house and i don't even know it maybe 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 you were these nuts all along renee i wouldn't be surprised that checks I wouldn't out. either. <laughs> it was Renee carving that into the desk all along. Oh my gosh, what's oh that tattoo on my body? 
Just found it. <laughs> How did this get here? Um. Okay. All right. Come on, D's. There was another one, wasn't there? There was D's nuts, and then there was. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was like recently, like D's nuts was running for Congress or something. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That that feels. I on think brand that's what too. it was, and I was I again was like hee 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 like. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Good times, middle school. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Wait. If you had to. Okay. You have to. You can't. There's no getting out of this. You have to vote for one or the other. You cannot sit out of this election. Your country depends on you. Okay. (laughs) Are you voting for D's Nuts or Kanye West? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's going to say Donald Trump. Okay. No. Kanye West. No. Um, what are their platforms? What are they running on? Uh, you have to, you should have informed yourself before this call. <laughs> um, just based on what you know about them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Based on what they know about them, I guess D's nuts. <laughs> because... <laughs> Um, if I had to personify D's nuts, I would say it's kind of like, okay, you know, in Parks and Rec, Ira, Crazy Ira and the Douche, and, um, <laughs> yes. Anne dates the douche for a while. And he's yeah. like, he's like, is that like, um, what's that called? Rock jock or like shock jock. He's like that shock jock personality. Where he'll be like, yeah, crazy farts and stuff. But then, yeah. like, he actually, like, he can also kind of, like, have a little bit of a deeper side and, like, care mm-hmm. about certain things and issues and, like, is kind of informed. He just, that's, like, his persona. And it's just, like, it's crude and it's mildly offensive, but it's not, like, an actual problem. That's how I would, I'd imagine D's Nuts is kind of like the douche from Parks and Rec. And so, you know, middle school boy humor, but maybe within that actually has some good ideas. Whereas I just feel like Kanye (laughs) cares about Kanye and is quite unstable. Yeah. So there's my reasoning. So D's Nuts for 2024, I guess. What about you? I'm just going to run the campaign. Oh, no. I don't have to answer. (laughs) Yes, you do. My country doesn't depend on me. Your country depends on you, they told me. Um, 2024, whose campaign are you running? D's Nuts or Kanye West? Okay, I'll take the opposition. I'll go Kanye only because I think that he has enough. He's enough of a, like, magnanimous personality that maybe he could get some decent people around him, you know? Hmm. Whereas, like... Yeah, and, and like, he can't just – he's not just going to be able to, like, do whatever he wants, you know? Like, there's some boundaries. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he could do something decent. All right, well, go on our Instagram to place your vote. <laughs> Who are you voting for? <laughs> do you use an Oh, my gosh. Please. Wow. Seriously, please go um, – Please go, please go vote. We need to know. We need to know. We need to see who's going to (laughs) win. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, um, 
maybe we'll talk instead about we'll talk about Rosita if we're done talking about presidential mm-hmm. hopefuls for 2024. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think Great. we're done. Um so Rachel is trying to move the chair. Um, and it's a good point. There's one chair facing the TV and two people that live in this apartment. It'd be decent place for me to sit. Perfectly good couch. Well, I don't know. It looks kind of uncomfortable. (laughs) But up against the wall, there's a couch. Where's that purple chair she was promised from Hmm. Phoebe? Good question. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what we'll solve next week. Um, Yes, so... So she's like, I want to move the couch over here so that, like, I can have a place to sit, too. And Joey is in one of those, like, you know, sometimes he's lovely and other times he's very uh, um, singularly focused. And so he's like, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. The chair's in the perfect spot. Doesn't get any glare off Stevie. And, Stevie and she's like, the Stevie the TV? TV? <laughs> He's like, do we have a problem? So anyway, um, so he's like, nope, not moving it. And then he leaves for, I can't remember what. And um, I like when she's like, oh, come on, Rosita. Us chicas got to stick together. <laughs> and so she tries to like move the chair by like yanking on the back of it. And it breaks. Mm-hmm. So she's just broken the chair. Um, and I don't remember if she like tries to put it back together without Joey noticing. I don't think so. Right. Like he just comes back and she's like, I'm really sorry. I was trying to move it. Yeah. Um, and and he just gives a really great analogy of what if I, oh, that did they cut this part out? What if I was trying to move your grandma, your mom, your mom, (laughs) And you said no, but I did it anyway, and her head came off. <laughs> that is exactly the same. Thank you, Joe. I oh think that gosh. was cut out in the Netflix version. Um, Maybe. But, I don't remember now. But Rachel's like, look, I'm so sorry. Let me go buy you another chair. And he's like, she's not even cold yet you know and she's like oh come she's on you know she'd cold. always she's always put yeah. your comfort first you know and he's like okay and so um so they go they leave to go buy a new chair which again they could just move the couch but whatever she's buying him a new chair because she feels bad and so while they're gone Chandler comes over and is like what's going on Joey's not here he's left like a beer and a bag of chips out the beer's still cold something's happened and then he goes to sit down in the chair and it falls apart because it's broken he thinks he broke it and so he switches his chair with the broken one it's the perfect crime yes it is it is the perfect crime. Is it? Because Monica sure? has plenty of furniture, so they really don't need it. And Joey needs it's the one chair that's facing the TV. So um so Joey is like all sad about it. And Rachel's like, come on, I bought you that new chair. It's gonna be here soon. Um, let's move this one. And and he's like, Oh, I'm just so sad. And so he like sits down in Rosita and 
It's perfectly fine, intact. And I love when he's like, she's healed. <laughs> I know. So Joey his thinks faith his has been restored, has healed itself. And <laughs> Rachel's like, well, yeah, there has to be like a perfectly good explanation for this. And I feel like there's so many of these, like we use some of these, these one-liners mm-hmm. where like, he's like, yes, there is a perfectly good explanation. If you want something bad enough and your heart is pure, miraculous <laughs> things can happen, which I feel like is something you and I say all the time. Yes. And he's, they cut this out, but cause he's like, it's a miracle. And she's like, you said, and she's like, Joey's like, well, can you tell me how this happened? And he's like, it's a miracle. Someone like an angel came to fix it. And he sits down and she's like, she sits down and he's like, get your non-believing ass out of my chair. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's why later (laughs) when they're discussing it with Rachel, they're like, what do you think happened? She's like, not elves, angels. Angels. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they cut that whole, they actually cut a lot out of this episode. Be advised, you barely got an episode of Friends if you don't have the box set DVD version. Really? There's that much cut out? Yeah. There's even a note at the top, which this makes no sense to me, because normally it's the blue lines that are cut out. And then this one says, the text in blue lines were included in the original airing of the in the USA during the whole 40-minute Friends in February 2001. In what world do we get 40 minutes for a sitcom? 40 minutes? Yeah. And then... Below it, it says the text in red lines were included in the 30-minute version of the show, but not the 40-minute version. So I'm really confused how this was ever 40 minutes because in TV land, you get your 30 minutes, which is really 22 minutes, and that's it. There's no 40-minute version unless it's an hour-long show. Then it's a 45. I was about to say, was, was was this like an after the Super Bowl special or something so it got to be longer oh that's a good question ashley it's february 1st 2001 so stranger things oh so it probably is see when originally <laughs> aired the episode ran longer than usual as a promotional stunt in order to co- compete with survivor <gasps> look at that so not the super bowl no but it legitimately was 40 minutes long that's funny that it's just some, it's like one random episode. A with super 40 random minutes. episode. Yeah. And Which means so they, the right, huh. that for the, for the on air, for the Netflix version, a 40 minute version, that means they cut out 18 minutes of this episode. That sucks. That, I want a refund. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this. Where's Marta? It's crazy. This thing is like littered with blue. I didn't even realize it before. Crazy. My gosh, you guys, you've been robbed. Yeah, I would highly recommend going right now, jumping on uncutfriendscripts.tripod.com and looking up this episode because there is a ton of cut out 18 minutes worth, which is nuts. But what's crazy. What I don't understand is so, okay, so there's all this blue that was in the 40 minute version, but then there's red that is in the 30 minute version, but wasn't in the 40 minute version. Mm -hmm. So there's a long version, but some of the stuff in the short version wasn't in the long version. That's weird. Yeah. 
There was a lot of editing happening for this episode. I just yeah. found that interesting that so they were so like the executives. I know I just said I wanted to talk to Marta, but I'm sure that this was not her doing. This was the television executives were like, hey, guys, uh, the slot on February 1st. I mean, like how far in advance do they write and film these? I don't know. But they'll be like, OK, guys, that February 1st one, we've got this promotional thing like we've got 40 minutes. And so we really need to make sure that we get our viewers back. So we're just going to do a extra long episode. And it's just this random Rosita one. Like, yeah, I don't this know. This is weird to me. It Maybe, could just be when it think- was released and they must have been having issues with. Do you um, think that's why they had to do the last episode just like a filler? The one where they're up all night? I Remember it was know. like we were saying that like it could have yeah. slotted in and out of anywhere. It's possible. I'm not really sure. This is, this is this like is, okay. So this weird, is weird, huh? Take the big milk conspiracy we had from season one, and add mm-hmm. this to it. I feel like the milk people are involved somehow. Don't you? I feel like this goes deeper than it seems, mm-hmm. and this is starting to. And if we start to pull this thread, the KGB. entire world could unwrap. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, did, have you seen the newest Matrix? No. I haven't yet either. I'm not sure if I'm going to or not. I don't. But I was just going to make a Matrix okay. reference. So we, the only, I'm not convinced I've seen the original Matrix in it, in entirety. Um, Do you remember in middle school, that guy Matt, who had like a pool table in his basement? Or not basement. We didn't have basements. So somewhere in his house that was not. Yeah. Was it like a garage maybe or something? I don't know, um, but I know, I remember. Yeah. They were playing it at his house once when we were all there. Mm. Um, that's the only memory I have that's of the right. Matrix. But I definitely but you did and not I, sit You there. and I didn't sit down and watch it. We like no. went and did something else. Yeah, we like played pool or Florida with boys or maybe did both at the same time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we did not Sounds sit there and like watch us. The Matrix. That's um, so yeah, sorry. I don't. Um, I know there's a red pill and a blue pill. That's about. I don't know. That's pretty much the gist. I don't understand <laughs> what happens after that. I don't know if there's a right choice and a wrong choice. I don't know if are we in the matrix or is is real life the matrix or is the matrix real life or I, I mean I don't know. I have a lot of questions and zero answers. Well, tell you what, Renee, add it on to Millennial Movie Night and we will oh get your questions answered. Oh my gosh! Um, I also, have seen it, of course. You have? Yeah. Oh, just not the new one. I haven't seen the new one yet. No, but I've seen the original, the f- three first ones or something. Oh, okay. Wow. Impressive. Hmm. Mm. Um, You're I just right. I did recently do a deep dive on Keanu Reeves because he's a really interesting character. Okay. What'd you find? Um, that. I've heard that he's, like, really philanthropic and, like, kind Mm -hmm. and all that. And then I saw something about him being the pallbearer at his ex-wife's funeral. And I was like, what? And apparently he was married in the early 90s to a woman. And they – I think they got divorced but then, like, got back together. Oh. Dating. And – she ended up getting pregnant and then miscarried like very late 
um, oh. or st- it was a st- sorry, it was a stillbirth. So it was like, oh gosh, probably you know, 28, 30, 32 weeks, like really, yeah, decently into her pregnancy, and then like a couple weeks after that, she died in a car accident because Whoa. she was um under a lot of influences, like multiple oh. drugs and alcohol and all this stuff. Um, yeah. No, really sad. Wow. That's sad. Um, and that he doesn't know, know any of that. He didn't have any relationship with his father. And he's half Hawaiian, but he was born in, like, Beirut or somewhere like that. Somewhere. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I um, was never a big fan of Keanu Reeves because I feel like he only has one face, like one yes, facial expression totally. that he does yes. all the time forever. And it bugged me. Um, but same recently I've heard that like he's very philanthropic and um, I read a st- there's like I think there's like a reddit thread or something about people who have like just random just general pe- public random people who have met him or run into him and like how nice he is mm-hmm. um, and one of the stories was that he was on a plane somewhere like maybe like maybe say like Salt Lake City or something like that like going somewhere a little bit remote a little bit smaller but not like middle of nowhere maybe it was somewhere smaller than salt lake city i don't know but he was supposed to be taking a flight and um i think the plane had to it couldn't land in the destination because of weather or something look i don't know and so they had to land somewhere else and get diverted by van like they, they were like okay we're gonna have to like figure it out and so they said that like either the airline company got them a bunch of buses or Keanu Reeves did but he um got in the buses with everybody else and he took out a book and started reading to everybody to like mm-hmm. keep them entertained and like Aww. so isn't that sweet he like mm-hmm. with this like whole annoying thing is going which is like ruining his trip too which by the way he's just like on coach with everybody else yeah and then he starts like reading you know like doing a dramatic reading to keep people entertained just sweet that Good is sweet you, yeah i think i started my deep dive because i saw a video of him sitting on the subway in new york and like a woman walks on like nothing particularly it's not like she was holding a baby or walking you know it's not like she was showing signs of like desperately needing a seat but he just saw that she didn't have a seat and stood up and let her sit down and I was like that's just so nice you know like yeah what a nice person um he does sound like a nice person yeah so Keanu if you're listening and you want to be on the podcast We'd love oh, to have you. We'd love you to have him. you. Also, I maybe changed can... my tune on him when I watched Always Be My Maybe. Have you watched that? Probably not. No, I haven't. With um... It's really funny. Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Yes, yes, yes. No, I haven't. I've heard it was good. Very um, cute little rom-com, and he's in it, but ma- he like... Maybe we should get him on our episode of Millennial Movie Night where we do The Matrix. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So... I'm just going to um, pivot us back to the chair. So, Oh, okay. Right, so, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a pin in Keanu for now. Okay, it sounds good. We can talk about him another time. Okay, and we will, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and so, yes, so she they all think that this chair healed itself. Um, but the new chair, the Lazy Boy Ecliner 3000, gets delivered, and Rach decides to keep it for herself, which makes sense. She needs a chair. 
Um, sure. And so um, she's like, this chair is so cool. It's got like, it has like a cooler in one of the arm rests or something. And she's like, I got a beer and she's like, it's got a massager. It's got speakers. I feel like I remember a time and maybe this is still a thing. And I just don't go to like Brookstone anymore, but I remember when like these like high tech chairs were like all the rage, but then you get it and it's like, yes, it has speakers in it, but it's like Bluetooth wasn't really a thing back then. So it was very hard to connect it to your TV and like the sound quality probably isn't great. Like the, like the speaker, like, is it a good speaker? Is it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's not that close to your head. (laughs) I don't understand how the cooler in the armrest works because I feel like that would get moldy. Oh. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do you have to clean it out every time you use it? Because then that's I mean, more work. If you had a little ice pack, maybe like it just kind of acts as like an insulated chamber and like you know, like you didn't put ice in it, but you just put like those icy pack things in there. That would, that could be good. Yeah. It still is like condensation though. And then you close the lid. True. Oh, true. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. That's not their problem. Like... Once you take it off the lot, it's yours. It's true. You break it, you bought it. Um, <laughs> I do feel like this is one thing that in our lifetime we've seen vast improvements in, which is massage chairs. Like you used to go like get a pedicure in the massage chair, like, just as, like, pushing you. It wasn't massaging you, you know? Yes. And I feel um, like now – Oh, you, they don't have them yeah. in New Zealand? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I was going to say, because I remember, like, the the butt part would just basically, like, pinch your butt. And it was like, ow. And like, you're just like – that hurts. It was just, like, pushing. But I don't think I've ever been in a massage chair that's actually – feels like a good massage i feel like in the last couple of years like most places as long as they're like up you know a place that like stays updated you know not just like a random um, strip mall when place. i come visit can we do that because i'd like to tour sit in a nice tour massage day chair. massage chairs yeah for sure Thanks. um yeah 100 percent. we can do that um but yeah joey gets real oh yeah and she even says like i think i'm gonna call her francette and joey's like what is she a couch oh but they yeah. cut that out uh, with everything else basically with you guys every- haven't with- even seen this episode of friends i mean you haven't seen it <laughs> so much missing unless unless you did go to uncut friend scripts like we suggested and you are now following along and you saying all this blue that's been cut out so yeah, mm. such a francette um so he so so she okay so she's like loving her new chair and she goes over to Chandler to brag about it and to invite him to come sit in it and when Chandler and um, Rachel walk back in the apartment the chair is the Barca lounger is broken and he's like oh well look still broken looks like she didn't heal herself and then he's like okay I guess I better take the new chair and he sits in Rachel's chair and she's like what Joey and oh that's right because when Rachel's over there talking to Chandler um Chandler's like why did you buy that fancy new chair and she's like oh it's a long story but I broke Joey's and he's like oh you broke it I thought I broke it and so right um and so so when they go back over there they both know what's going on yep and 
Joey doesn't. So yeah, so he broke it and he's like, oh, well, it's, you know, Rosita hadn't healed herself. And she's like, Joey, that was Chandler's chair. He thought he broke it. So he switched the chairs. And I love when he's like, what? Oh no, my faith is shaken. Thank goodness I have my new chair to get me through this tough time. My faith is shaken. But yeah, that's the thing is like, and they point this out, he basically broke a chair. Maliciously, I might add. Yes. Rachel's was by accident. And Chandler is the only person here that did the right thing. (laughs) Well, and isn't that something? So when they're trying to figure out who gets which chair, Chandler, um, Rachel's like, you know, get out, let me have my chair. And Joey's like, no, it's my chair. And isn't Chandler the one that's like, He's like, I should, you broke a chair, you broke a chair. I'm the only one that hasn't. And they're like, well, no, we're keeping it. And Rachel's like, out of the three of us, Joey and I are the only two here that are strong enough to break a chair in half. And he's like, what are you guys, like a gang? And then they start like whispering each other's ears. And they're like, yeah, we're a gang. And then like Joey whispers in hers and she's like, we're called the sharks. Or no, the cobras. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, the cobras. That is here. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Whole other episode. All right. Y'all go go find it on YouTube. I'm starting anyway. to get a little mad about this. It's, I mean, I guess 40 minutes. They had to cut it down for regular viewing time. That's why it doesn't make sense. To it's weird, very weird. to 22 minutes, I mean. That's a lot of cut. Well, this is why I think that 30 minutes should mean 30 minutes, not... 30 minutes, 22 minutes, and then eight minutes of, that is almost one third of a TV show being ads. Yeah. Well, that's. No, no, no. You were mad just a minute ago. You need to stay mad. I don't know why you're on ad (laughs) side. You're on my side. I'm not on ad side. I'm just on reality. There are plenty of places where there are ads. reality, though. Well, how else are they going to pay for stuff? The ads don't have to be one third of the show, or the show could actually just be made in the time slot, not to have to cut out a third of it. That is what I'm mad about. I don't know why they made a show that was 40 minutes and then they have to cut part of it out to put it on Netflix. Like, just give me the whole thing. It doesn't have to fit into the 30 minute, the 22 minute because time it's frame. on Netflix. Because on Netflix or it's on a DVD, like give me the whole thing. I wanna, I wanna jump over to Phoebe now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of it that's cut out too that I did notice when I was watching, but it's actually I didn't realize how much was. So um, Phoebe comes into the to Monica's apartment, and it's Monica and Ross there, and she's like, "I have just had the worst year. This year sucks. I'm calling it." And they're like, "What's wrong? Why? What's wrong with this year?" And as we just said. This episode aired in February, so big call um, to say the whole year sucks. And she's like, oh, my massage like business is just going so slow. I've only given two massages this year, and they are both terrible tippers. And Monica's like, Phoebe, that was me and Ross. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Um, and so... Um, I think it's Ross is like, hey, if you need to make some extra money, you should try telemarketing. Um, And so Phoebe does. She goes into telemarketing for toner. Two questions for you. 
One, do what you know what toner, toner is? Uh, it's something that goes in a printer or a copier, but I could not tell you what it does. Like, how not is it not ink? Do you know what I mean? Right. So when you get your hair colored, you they use toner, a different toner, I'm assuming, but who knows? Um, <laughs> one would hope. One would hope. But basically, like, a toner for your hair, when you get highlights, when they get kind of orangey, because you're dyeing your hair from a darker color toner takes that like brassiness out i don't once again not really sure how but that's what it does it like okay tones things i don't know why my black ink needs to be toned if it's just black ink can't it just be black ink maybe is it because if you have a color printer that it has to be like like instead of it being like highlighter yellow, oh, it tones it down. I, it, yeah, maybe maybe it like blends oh, the colors. Maybe it gives you just, from instead of just being like. Did red, we just invent toner? I think we might. <laughs> so is that it? So it's like basically because you know like when you get printer ink, it's only like blue, yellow, and red or something. Yeah. Which I guess are the primary colors, right? And so then maybe the toner is what blends and tones them I honestly this is starting to hurt my brain so I don't know <laughs> yeah second um, question I'm reading about toner and I'm still not positive I know what it is so I, yeah second question do we even do modern do modern printers even need it also no idea okay. I would guess Doesn't it matter. comes mixed in to your ink right. honestly I don't know we have a printer but it's in Matt's office, and... Yeah, when was the last time you printed something? I mean, I print stuff every so often, but, like, I don't... I'm not in charge of replacing the cartridges, so for all I know, angels bring the ink. <laughs> Angel? Or it's, like, um, tele... Okay. I have no idea. Not a clue. My second question is, have you ever done telemarketing? Um, I had to say a spank a lot more at my last telephone job no, I'm just kidding um no I've never done telemarketing for a second I thought you had but I think I was confusing yeah. it with that time you worked at the call um yeah not call center but like no answering service what was it? answering service which someone told me yesterday that they called somewhere and they were asking a question and they were like I don't know I'm just the answering service and I was like oh People still have answering services. <laughs> that seems like something that they do not need to be spending money on present well, day. Well, I think it makes sense for certain things. Like, um, we used to manage a lot of doctor's offices and, like, apartment complexes. And so if people would call and say, like, certain things, we were allowed to call the on-call doctor. But I think that's better than the on-call doctor getting a call from everybody who, like, steps their toe Oh, I was thinking, like, just have an answering machine, and then everybody else has to go to, like, call the emergency room. But I guess, yeah, okay. Yeah, so to it's kind, kind of, of like filter a buffer. what's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and if you weren't sure, you could always call the, you could always call the on-call doctor, but, like, there are certain things where people are like, well, I just really need to make an appointment, and they would call the on-call doctor, which is terrible. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And you're like, well, they can't help you anyway. They don't have the computer, but... I was going like, say, a, that's... Yeah. Yeah, pre-like self-service booking portals and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, and then um, like apartment complexes, it would be like the maintenance 
someone people would put in like a general maintenance request but they'd call it like eight o'clock at night being like oh can somebody replace my air filters it's like yeah they can monday through friday eight to five you don't need the emergency maintenance guy to come to your apartment (laughs) so it was more like that so you still get a human oh um, that's good but there was a buffer i still don't think if i was the on-call guy i would not want the general public to have access to unfiltered access to me right yeah that makes sense so that's what I did. And it was cool because it would like the phone would ring. I had like my Britney Spears headset, you know, <laughs> and it would say the greeting that I was supposed to say. So I didn't have to guess like what company it was calling because I would, I mean, we managed hundreds of accounts. So it could have been anybody. Right. So you just answered the way it hmm, said. And then handy. it basically like had instructions in that account that would open up when you answered the call. Very smart. So essentially what Phoebe has, but the digitized version. So Phoebe has this book, the scripts. <laughs> I love the um, training manager who's there with her that's like, okay, let's do a let's do a practice call. And Phoebe, you know, is like, hi, help you with your toner. And the lady's like, I don't need toner. And she's like, okay, bye. And she's like, well, what's, what was wrong with that? And Phoebe's like, well, you were a little bit rude. <laughs> But then the lady's like, you know, they're always going to say they don't need it. Just find the script. I think you're ready. And so I was like, you didn't even have her, like, try again to be a little bit pushier. Like, yeah, you, you're just like, all right, you're good. See you, girl. <laughs> so Phoebe, um, Phoebe makes her first call, and it is to Jason Alexander slash George Costanza slash yeah. Earl. 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 And he is having a bad day. I know. Earl. He's like, I don't need toner. And she's like, at our prices, everyone needs toner. Can I ask why you don't need any? And he says it is because he is going to kill himself. And so, therefore, he does not need toner. Yes. And she's like flipping through the script book trying to find the answer to that. And she's like, is it? because you're out of toner and so phoebe being the wonderful human she is um you know he's like all right gotta go and she's like no no no, i can't let you hang up please talk to me and so she keeps him on the line and she's asking questions and she's like you know of course people are gonna miss you of course you you know have friends and life is worth living you know isn't there anything to look forward to and he's down in the dumps right so like he can't think of a thing um, yeah. and, sh- and so he's like, all right, well, gotta go. And, oh, I love the part where he's like, you know, I work this dead end job. Nobody even knows that I'm here. It's like, I'm invisible. And Phoebe goes, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. And so anyway, so never he hangs mind. up on Sound her. Sounded like somebody I knew. She, she starts shouting at him. Don't you dare hang up on me. And the training manager is like, wow, the new girl is good. I feel like I wouldn't know what to do if I called somebody and they said that to me. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I like, I think. I was just mm-hmm. trying to think, like, and I realized the answer to my own question after I thought that. I was like, if you were planning on that, why would you go to work? Like, why would you bother? And then I'm like, Good it's point. because people contemplating suicide aren't in their right mind. Like, there there's something really serious going on because somebody who's like 
in full capacity of health in their mind, you know, doesn't think the world would be better without me. No one thinks that, you know. Hmm. So it's because they're suffering in some way or another, Hmm. you know, whether it's like mental illness or chemical imbalance or like there's all sorts of reasons. So it's like they're just not, you know, sadly that's how people get there even though it Mm. seems so inconceivable. So even when I'm thinking, well, why would you go to work? I was like, oh, well, obviously because that's just what you're doing. But the next thing you're doing is, you know. Yeah, I think also, because remember when like, I I kind of think that maybe he hasn't like fully decided. I think because like, so, so Phoebe being Phoebe, wonderful. She goes and finds him. So she knows who she called. She knows his name's Earl. So she goes to his office and she finds him. And, um, he, she's like, Earl, I'm Phoebe. And he's like, the toner lady? And he's like, yes. She's like, yes, you know, I, this is fate. Um, anybody else probably would have hung up on you, but not yeah. me. I know about this stuff. My mom committed suicide. And he's like, how? And she's like, well, I'm not going to give you ideas. And yeah. so that's what makes me think like maybe that, you know, the whole like going to work, it's kind of just like I've decided to end it, but I don't really know how or when. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm just like, yeah. So so miserable and and kind of like what you were saying. So anyway, so Phoebe is like really persistent in a great way. And she's like, you know, this is fate. This isn't my normal job. You were my first call on my first day. Um, The universe is looking out for you. And she's like, and he's kind of like, well, are there any other signs? And so she's like, "Um, sure. (laughs) My mom was also a supply manager, and her name was Pearl. P-Earl. Pearl. And where are you from? Philadelphia. She was from Philadelphia, too. And that's sweet. I mean, this is a lie it I can is. get on board with. Because he's like, I know. oh, my gosh. He's, like, totally bought it. And I know. And that you know just what? shows that there is, like, still a glimmer of hope for him. Because anyone else could have seen... You're literally just asking me questions and then saying that that's what your mom did. You're not yeah, volunteering yeah, yeah. anything, you know? Like, right. that's like con man 101. But Do you like it pizza? Shows, she liked pizza, too. She loves pizza. You know what I mean? Like, it just shows yeah. that, like, he doesn't actually want to do this. Yeah. But. He's, yeah, he's, he's I, willing to accept the any kind of yeah. glimmer of hope. I would be beside myself if someone said that when I called. Like, I just can't yeah. even imagine, you know? I think I'd take it very seriously and probably freak out and probably call. I probably would have called the police. Um, I think I would have, too. That's probably what yeah. I would have done. Yeah, Because I that's, so. I mean, it's a great time to use them. <laughs> yes, yes. Phoebe gets Earl kind of in a better headspace and, Uh-oh. like, you know, I think... Earl kind of gets him to agree like yeah you know okay you're right maybe there is more to and honestly like he needs to leave that job those people are horrible yeah I know they even cut it out but Phoebe's like he says something oh yeah he's like did you hear that I don't need you guys to care about me because the universe cares and he's like I wish they just cared a little bit yeah and then they cut it out but Phoebe's like I don't think it's you this is a weird place hey guys and then everybody looks up and she's like Oh, no, it, it is you. Okay, no, it is you. Yeah, but it's like, get out of that office. That's strange. Um, and so, yeah, so Phoebe saved a life. Yeah. Add that to your resume. Stick that That's in your pretty. CV and smoke it. 
that's pretty impressive. Okay. And finally, there's another thing that was cut out, which is just what we're going to call the name of this episode. Sorry. Um, um, Chandler and Ross are sitting at the coffee shop and Ross is like, Hey Chandler, won't it be weird? Like when you and Monica get married, you're going to have to be like, this is my brother-in-law Ross, not this is my friend and college roommate Ross. And Chandler's like, can't I just introduce you as Ross? And Ross gets all offended and he's like, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Oh, it's funny. You know when like you think something is interesting and somebody else is like, what? And then you're like, never mind. Gosh. Interestingly, no. <laughs> no. Um, so at that same time, Monica comes in and she's like, Ross, check this out. I was looking at the real estate section of the newspaper and he's like, oh my gosh, that looks just like mom and dad's house and that tree with the broken branch and the attic and the window and... And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe mom and dad have put our house up for sale without telling us. Which Phoebe can't believe that she doesn't know what happened to the window in the attic. (laughs) Um, I can't believe that. Jack and Judy, inconsiderate. I mean, I know that the kids don't live there anymore, but like to have not told them that you've put the house up for sale. I mean, like, yeah, you could half mention it once at least. You don't have to like ask their permission, but maybe just let them know like because it sounds like that was like their childhood home they grew up in like could you imagine your parents selling your house and you finding out from like seeing a real estate ad yeah remember when people put ad houses for sale in the paper (laughs) yeah but do you you know what I mean like we're friends I'm friends on Instagram with some real estate agents in Fort Myers like they're friends of mine who happen to also be real estate agents imagine if I just like saw your house Oh my god. You just saw your house on Instagram for sale. Yeah. I would be in shock. Yeah. Total shock. So they go up to the house um, because their parents are like, well, yes, we are selling the house. And so you better come get all your boxes of memories. We don't, Mm -hmm. we can't store them anymore. That would be tough because they both live in the city. So, like, not a lot of storage for the mems. No, definitely not. But also, I, yeah, I don't believe that our parents have to keep our crap forever either. So. No, 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 no. They definitely you know. don't. I, I mean, like, I wouldn't have expected my parents to have kept, like, my coloring books and stuff from when I was a kid. I guess it's like, if my parents had never moved house, they might still have it and, like, had the space for right. it or something. But um, my parents have put me under strict instructions that next time I come to Florida, I have to do a massive, I've already done a little bit of a clean out, but they're like, you need to go through all your boxes and get rid of stuff. And at first I was like, oh, you know, like I'm living in New Zealand. I don't, I'm not like in a permanent house yet. I don't know what to do. But now that we've bought a house in New Zealand, I guess I'm like, well, I do have a house, but am I going to like lug a bunch of crap over here? That's going to be expensive. Well, and I think you might find – I doubt you're going to want to keep everything anyway. And if you give oh, yourself the constraints not. of, like, can you guys hold on to this one large tote? Yeah. I'm sure they'd I, be happy to do that for you. But I think there's a difference between, things. like, a half of a room is all crap from the street. Shrine. <laughs> yeah, crap from the street. I want to keep I'd – like, I'd like to keep yearbooks, even though I know those are, like, heavy. And so that's – yeah. Um, 
that's a tough one, but I'd love to keep yearbooks. I'd love to keep um, like my own, my old like cheerleading jacket, maybe. Yeah. Just like one. Um, what else? I don't know. I think I've already given away like my cap and gown and all that stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't we rent those? We might have rented them. I, I just have my keeping... tassel. Yeah, that's right. The tassel I'd want to keep. Um, Which, I'd love to keep. That like randomly shows up in my house. Like, I like open a drawer and I'm like, why is my graduation tassel in there? Where did <laughs> from this come high school. from? <laughs> yes, I have no idea. It was hanging like on. We have old windows, so like the latches are kind of at the top. Oh yeah. It was hanging from a latch for a really long time, how and I'm funny. like, I, I don't know how this you got here. You don't need that like on display. No. Um, I wouldn't mind like some photos, but like yeah, I can't really think. Maybe like um, because I was in dance when I was really little, and so if we had any of my old dance costumes, like maybe. But I don't plan on having kids to pass them down to, and my sister's yeah. kids are too old for them now, and so like, I don't know. Maybe that's like something to just give up. Yeah, probably wouldn't I need to know. keep that if I only have one. If I'm only bringing like one suitcase worth of stuff with me out here. Yeah. to New Zealand. I don't know that that would make it. Yeah. Um, every time I go to my parents' house, I did a massive clean out pretty much before I moved to Nashville because I had like still been living oh, in wow. Florida and wasn't like in a super permanent place. When I moved to Nashville, it was like, okay, this is like a thing. So I did a pretty big clean out. But then every time I go home, my mom's like, I found this T-shirt and a business card and a quarter. I don't know if you want them or um and I'm like, "Mom, if it's there and I haven't asked you to like keep it, which is I don't think there's anything that I've asked her to keep. Then just toss it. Like I don't even know what this is. You yeah. know, unless it seems like to you like it has some significance, but like t-shirt, quarter, business card, cut. Yeah, bye, um, bye, bye, bye. But my sister just bought a house, and she lives in Chattanooga, which is like two hours from Nashville. She had not done the massive clean out because she's like Uh-oh. always rented and whatever. Somehow these people that I'm, I was about to say married to, that I'm related to, how did they find more stuff that was mine? I'll never know because, Ashley, you know, my parents' house is not big at all. Like my sister and I shared a bedroom my parents shared a bedroom, obviously. And then we had a living room. Not and everyone's like, parents share a bedroom, but okay. That's true. But I'm saying, like, it's not like we just had spare bedrooms. <laughs> it was a two-bedroom house. Yeah, yeah. It was a two-bedroom yeah. house. It's not like we had a guest bedroom and we just shared a room. No, we shared a room out of necessity. And then it was, like, the living room, dining room, kitchen. The living room is, like, the size of the one bedroom. And then the dining room kitchen is the size of the other bedroom. Okay, and wrap like, it up. Okay, that's the tour. <laughs> but, like... There is a closet in each bedroom and then, like, a little bit of storage underneath the stairs, and that's it. Like, I don't even know that my parents' house is 1,200 square feet. It is not big. There is not storage everywhere. Like, it's not one of these new houses that has tons of closets. Where this stuff is coming from, I will never know. I I honestly, I am, like, I am bamboozled at where this stuff could be coming from. <laughs> they had a whole tote box, like a big, one of those big Rubbermaid things. Of stuff that was mine. Wow. And I was it like, must have we been still like have this? In the back of a closet underneath something. Like, that is Maybe. so funny that after all these years. I know. And it was all like, I used to collect Coca-Cola stuff when I was a kid. 
And so it was like all Coca-Cola stuff, which I'm sure oh, somebody wow. would want. So I'm like, I feel bad throwing this out, but I don't want it. Your mom should put that on eBay because collectors would love that. Well, that's what I said. I, it was at my sister's because we were there for Christmas. Oh, and I was right. like, if you want to try to sell this, you're welcome to. Otherwise, will you find it a nice home? Because I'm not taking it home. Um, right. Yeah. I found like Honey. one. I had this like name thing that was like the day I was born. It was like all these facts about the day I was born or something oh, like that. Cool. That's the thing. But I'm like, also, what do I do with this? It's like framed. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You know, it's like yeah, that'll yeah, just have to right. get thrown out next time. But I couldn't bring myself to throw it out this time. But yeah. Well, anyway. that's the other thing. Like what, what Ross and Monica like are up there to do is like, you know, I that, and that's what I'll do at my parents' house when I go. It's like I will you know consolidate down to like well if I had to just keep like one box of stuff what would it be um but it'd still be really fun to go through yes everything and just like talk about memories and and so like that's kind of what they're doing at their parents house so they come in and um Jack's like okay oh I was I'm sorry I I like the actress but I was gonna say thankfully Judy so we actually we see Jack we see Jack a lot more than we see Judy don't we because there's Mm. Yeah. Maybe not a lot more, but we see this episode, we only see Jack. There's the episode where he takes Ross out to dinner, and I think it's like when he finds out that Ross is going to have a son or something. Yeah. That's like, yeah. And, and that's only Jack. But and then he I guess. He comes to check on Monica after she breaks oh, up yeah, with Richard. Oh, yeah, after Richard. Which is really yeah, sweet. that's only Jack. But then um, the episode where Judy babysits is only Judy. And the yes. one with the lasagnas might only be Judy. But I can't remember. I actually don't remember either one of them being in the one with the lasagna. Yeah, because remember, um, she's like, she's like, you don't have faith. You have lasagna. Oh, that lasagna. Not the one where she makes lasagnas. Well, she not does the one make titled, the one. Not the one titled. Oh. The one with all the lasagnas. <laughs> Nice talking. Why did, so. she, why did she make all of those the, lasagnas? No, she made quiches. The mom had frozen lasagnas. Oh, that's as right. As a backup right, in case right. she pulled yes, a Monica. Um, so, yes. So, so they're up there. And so Jack is like, I don't know what's in these boxes, but I do know there's about six Easy Bake Ovens in the attic. And Monica's like, I love to play baker. And this is um, – and Ross is like – calls her an uncooked batter eater but this is another quote that you and I say all the time it is unreasonable to expect a child to wait for a light bulb bulb to to cook brownies to cook brownies which we looked up and you said that like that practically is how easy bake ovens work it is just like a light bulb well because how else are you going to give a kid an oven yeah (laughs) you know like yeah but Fair I don't think enough. there's any eggs or anything. You do like water in the mix and Yeah, it's like eventually yeah, it solidifies with water or something. I don't remember it being very good. Um mm-hmm. but I do remember having an easy bake oven. Easy Monica's bakery. Yeah, we did. Did you? My sister had one. Oh yeah. I don't think um, we ever yeah. got refills for the things though, so you know it was like a one and makes done. it less yeah. fun. <laughs> I don't remember if it was mine or my sister's, and I don't remember using it very much either, but yeah. Um, but so Monica leaves to go to the attic um, and find her easy bake ovens, and 
Ross starts to look through his boxes and he's like, cool, my old report cards. <laughs> Math, A. Science, A. History, A. Gym, <laughs> he just like silent. I like how he like looks at his dad to make sure he's not paying attention. Then he like hides it. Oh, he's yeah. such a dork. Um, oh, my rock polisher. My rock polisher. Um, and then, um, and then what? Ha- oh, that's when Jack is like, oh no, and he was like, um, they. I, he's like, you know how the garage floods every spring and he's already admitted that there's asbestos in the ceiling and a crack yeah. in the foundation real How nice are you Jack. ever gonna sell this place yeah um he's like we must have used monica's boxes to keep the water away from the porsche during a flood because all of monica's boxes are like wet and moldy and disgusting mm-hmm. and and ross is like Dad, I can't believe you did that. This is the kind of thing that makes Monica think that you love me more than you love her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she really thinks that? And I was actually kind of surprised that he didn't know that. But I guess he doesn't really know Monica's true feelings. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, I agree. It. it seems pretty obvious to me, but I think there's also a lot of, like, kids being annoyed with their parents. So... I don't know that they would outright think. No. And I don't think think that they love, I don't think that they actually love Ross more. It just, maybe they just, uh, he's just kind of the golden boy, you know? Yeah. I think you're on a pedestal. And I think that like what we hear of Monica complaining is what she tells her brother and her friends, not what she actually says to her parents. So I get why they wouldn't know that. But yeah, so, so Jack feels really bad about it. Um, and so Ross comes up with an idea. He's like, let's take some spare boxes and anything that we can pass off as hers from my box, let's do that. Which is really nice of Ross to try to yeah. kind of help paper this over so Monica doesn't feel unloved. And so they yep. start throwing things in there and he's like, oh yeah, like this this thing, I can't remember, like, oh yeah, this this coloring book could be hers, this weird piece of art. And then um, there's this, like, Jack is, like, this makeup kit. And he's, like, it's not a makeup kit. It's clown. It's a clown kit. And he's, like, Jack goes, the white seems to be untouched. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's, like, we could pass this off, right, as hers, right? And Jack's, like, I'd feel better about it. So they're throwing all this stuff in there. And then when she comes down to look, they kind of are... They're like, oh, yeah, you didn't go anywhere without that coloring book. No, they needed like, to practice some better lines. It's a bit weird. And so she's like, this isn't my stuff. Like, she sees a shirt that says Tyrannosaurus Ross. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, they also need to be better all... at their curation. Yes, exactly. I don't know how that slipped through the QA. But um, she's like, guys, this isn't, these aren't my boxes. Where are my boxes? And that's when Jack admits what happened and she's like are you kidding me and she's so upset and I couldn't imagine I know it feels so hurtful and and like none of Ross's boxes are affected only hers and she's her childhood is like wiped out it's not like there was an accident and everybody's boxes got destroyed (laughs) 
It's it was like just like hers again. Just hers again. And it was like to protect the Porsche. Like I, Malicious, yeah. like intentional or not. It's it like just the, is terrible. it just has stacked up, you know? Well, and it's kind of like not, it wasn't that it was intentional, but like you obviously didn't care enough to make sure that it wasn't mm-hmm. my stuff, you know, is kind of how it feels. Um, so she's sitting there with Ross and she's like, all my stuff is ruined. Like, and she has this little gray thing in her hands and she's like, like, I, I can't even tell what this was, but like, obviously it mattered enough like to, you know, for me to want to keep it. And so she's like rubbing it against her cheeks and she's like, it's so soft. What do you think this is? It's <laughs> like, uh, I think, think it's, it's a, a dead rat, dead mouse. And she's like, right now. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And she's like, I'm so mad at you, Dad. All my stuff's ruined. I just rubbed a dead rat on my face. <laughs> and so Jack Geller is like, Aww. I feel terrible. And I know that I can't bring back your memories. But here's the best I can do. And he gives her the keys to yeah. the Porsche. And That's I really love nice. how Ross is like, What? So mad. <laughs> I was a medical marvel. Oh, oh boy. So now Monica has a Porsche that she has to try to park in the city. Yeah, which that does not. I'm like, so basically what I'm hearing is you actually hate me. Do um, you remember um, the only person I've known that's had to do this? Our friend Casey um, moved to Brooklyn but she like left her car with some family friends in New Jersey or something. Yeah. Well, her parents eventually came and got it. Her dad's best friend lives in New Jersey. Yeah. I just feel like, I guess it would be nice to have for like, if you do want to take it, like you can take the train or whatever to New Jersey. And like, if you need to, if you need your car for a day trip or something like that, or like yeah. to go to Ikea, I don't know. But I just could not imagine having a car in New York City. I can't either. It does not seem worth it at no. all. When we, I'm sure there's um, like, mm. go ahead. I was just gonna say, I'm sure there's like parking garages and stuff, but like, but at what I cost? Don't know. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so expensive, and like, you can get everywhere you need to get right with buses and stuff. The thing that does get annoying is grocery shopping or like, yeah, yeah like moving furniture or moving apartments and stuff. That's that's hard. But I think those are the kind of things where, like, the money you don't spend on a car and insurance and gas, you spend on hiring a mover or or a rental truck or whatever, you know? Like, I feel yeah. like those are the kind of things that usually balance out with that kind of stuff in a way. Like, It's just the inconvenience of that. But, like, yeah. I, I guess it's different than the inconvenience of having to find somewhere to put your car the rest of the year. But, I mean, I did it. I lived right. in Chicago for five years without a car. And, right. like... It was really hard when it was like, okay, want to go grocery shopping? And so, like, sometimes it, trying to take it on the bus or the train was just – did not work for me. Um, yeah. I tried to do, like, a higher car, but those are, like, 16 bucks an hour. And so you're like, yeah. okay, well, this is, like, 32 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, if I yeah. need it for two hours. Because to actually pick it up, go do the shopping, drop my grocery shopping off, and then drop it back, like, that's usually more than an hour. Um, yeah. I found, and so I think I just started getting Ubers. Like I'd go grocery shopping and then I'd just get an Uber to take me back to my house. Cause it's like, you yeah. know, that's like 20 bucks or something or less. Um, 
until I had a roommate that had a car. That just made all the difference. Yeah. It's really inconvenient. Well, that's why I feel like people don't often last a long time in that phase of life. Like, yeah. you either move somewhere where you can have a car that's, like, further out of the city or you start to make enough money that you could afford to, like, park it in a garage, you know? Like, one way or the other, something's yeah. got to give because you're like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, I don't think you would have lasted too much longer in Chicago without a car. I think? I think that if I were to, like, I've always said if I moved back to Chicago, I would bring, I'd ha- I'd need a car. I don't know how to drive yeah. in snow, um, but, like, yeah, yeah I'd like to I live somewhere that either... Yeah, I guess you could learn. Um, either live somewhere that has a like a yeah a garage of some sort, whether it's a you know an apartment with a parking garage or like right. a house with a garage. But yeah, right. those yeah, are the I, things. It would be it's too like hard not to that kind of stuff. And then like sleeping on floors and couches. I feel like those are the kind of stuff you like start start losing Ooh. tolerance for as you get older. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So. Monica's got a porch. I do which love is super the part fun. where, like, when Jack's like, "How does she think we loved you more than her?" But we thought your mother was barren, and he's like, "I don't want to hear the medical marvel story right now. I don't want to hear the medical marvel story." He's like, "You don't? Well, not right now. Yeah, well, not right now. Yeah." And then they cut this out. Apparently, they cut it out of the thirty-minute version, version, but not the forty-minute version or whatever. He's like, yeah. well, "You know, Dad." Uh, while we work on these boxes, it'd be okay if you told the medical Marvel story. Out. Yeah, that was in my Netflix version, which so I was funny. like, I don't remember that because yes, it's not in the extended. Weird. Anyway, look, so just funny. go read it for yourself. There's a lot going on that is, and it's all funny. So just go read it. It's all funny. And if you want to hear it dramatically reenacted, send Renee and I a message, and we can do it for you. Like if you've never seen it, and so you can't en- oh, envision yeah. the tone, we can do it for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could do that yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, that is all for now for this 40-minute version of Friends <laughs> Randomly. Um, next week is a very – see, this is the one that should have been 40 minutes. Next week is a very exciting episode, the one where they all turn 30. <gasps> okay. La, 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 la. So you guys hang in there. Think about what you're going to wish for for your 30th birthday, and we will mm. see you – next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.